Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. What feels relevant from like our own experiences? recent experiences themes yeah i'm trying to like think what's present in my life right now because the things that come up are um following the inner guidance the concept i told you about the other day that i was like oh like i had this knowing but i was like going against it and then i stopped and i'm like why am i ignoring what i'm hearing that's one of them then also like expending expending myself too much and then feeling like tired and drained when there's no reason to feel tired and drained because I feel like I've been feeling that a lot lately being in places that I've outgrown but because of obligation I continue to put myself in them (laughs) you have a lot going on (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay good so let's talk about it Shout out to life experience for always giving us something to dive deeper with in the flow. Yeah, (laughs) because it's true. Like all of these things that I just mentioned going on in my life, like when I reflect and I'm like, okay, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. I can take the stance and be like, oh my God, life is so much. But then I can also take the stance that it's like, okay, there's a lot of things for me to tend to so that I can move forward with more ease. Because yeah. yesterday I was feeling like a little bit irritated in the sense of like, why are these things continuing to happen? You know, I've made the necessary adjustments for them not to happen. Yet here I am finding myself repeating conversations, like repeating emotions, repeating reflections. And it's like, why? So, yeah, it's like, why is it? Mm-hmm. And is that really like, like it's not why is it in the sense of like why is it still perpetuating in my reality but what like how can we go deeper with it because you know the like why the endless like why can be mm-hmm. like detrimental when we're just there like ah. <laughs> so it's good yeah. that you had that change of mind. I did, but then I had the clarity as to why, like the answers, because I'm what I shared with you a few seconds ago in terms of I'm still putting myself in the same position and circumstances that allow the energy to perpetuate. So even though I have the awareness, I have the inner guidance, I have the knowing, I'm still ignoring these things and choosing to put myself in situations that I know I've outgrown and don't suit me or my energetic well-being. So it comes back to like now the integration of all these things that have been brought forward into your awareness. Yeah, but I feel like integration is just such a blah (laughs) term. (laughs) Because integration, like, do you really know? I know you, but I'm saying like for myself, like, do you really know what integrating means? (laughs) 
I feel it's, like it's a lifelong journey, really. Like some things become more easy or become easier to integrate because of our awareness and like the heaviness associated with certain things um, lifts as we grow our awareness and are able to see things from a more objective lens. Like we're not mm-hmm. as consumed by them. Yeah. But it doesn't negate the constant practice of like integrating what we know into actuality in how we carry ourselves with the decisions we make and how we like take up space and the spaces that we choose to be in. Mm-hmm. It's it's very involved. Yeah. And the last thing you just said, that's what I was thinking about as you were speaking, because it's like the integration, I don't think is the hard part or like the challenging part, because it is a lifelong, a lifelong journey. And the more we have these different awareness or knowings, the more we can practice. But what becomes challenging is when you're integrating something that isn't common amongst people that you're either obligated to be around because of familial ties or like whatever it is, work, family, loved ones, friends. There's certain, and I know that it's a choice. We're never obligated, but the way that my life is currently, I do have obligations because it's not so black and white. I can't just cut people off left and right and completely isolate myself because I don't feel people are matching me where I am. To me, that's like a closed heart. And that's not giving everybody the opportunity and even myself the opportunity to be able to like mend and flow throughout situations and carry my knowing forward, no matter who's around me. So it's like integrating. Yes, we can practice it. But then what I'm feeling challenging is being able to practice it always and not allow external forces to remove me from my center. I think that's what it really boils down to. Okay, so it's like connecting deeper to your practice, like your power within you, no matter the circumstances. Yes, but then it's layered. So that's why like, it's not so black and white and it's not so... I feel you. Yeah, like there's not just, okay, this is what it is. This is how you correct it. Because that's what yesterday, when I was, like, in the why questioning, I'm like, okay, this is the, like, problem at hand. How, what's the solution? But it's so layered. There's so many different levels and depths to it, like, to everything I'm experiencing, that the one, there's no, like, one solution for everything. So I feel like it's, yes, connecting further to my power, and in doing so, I'll feel more empowered and enabled within myself to make choices that best suit me but again being a human being and having family and friends and all kinds of like relationships and connections sometimes it's hard to make those choices because you don't want to tarnish relationships or like a good example is within these past few days I was invited somewhere I didn't really want to go And I still went out of the feeling of obligation. And it's not that it was like the worst time in the world. It was a good time. But energetically, I was very drained. I was tired. The next day, I like wanted to just stay in bed resting all day because I expended myself not only to that place I went to, but also to different obligations I have going on in my life. So I could easily say no, but then that will damage the relationship I have with somebody, the relationship I have with others, the relationship somebody has with others. And it's sometimes 
like I find myself thinking, is it worth it or not? You know, like what's what's worth it? Mm-hmm. No, I feel like that's really valid, but it also speaks to your growth because I feel like once ago that was the option that was most resorted to where it was like more isolating doing like remain staying in the good vibes like if it's not matching my vibe I'm not being a part of it and now is being able to swim where wherever the current is taking us and whatever setting we're in and maintaining our way of being regardless and it is layered when there's like multiple parties at place and you know everyone's in a different like space within themselves but I feel like it's a true testament to the to the growth and the love within us to be able to even have these kinds of contemplations with yourself and see how basically love can lead the way and like where can love where is there more um, where is there a calling I would say to infuse more love into the situation in a way that like honors all people. And honors yourself first and foremost. And like the the narratives that can play out in our minds when being in situations that don't really suit us. And where does the concept of like something external draining us? Because I relate to that. Like I was in settings where I couldn't be there after a certain time frame because I felt mm-hmm. like it was starting to impact me energetically. And I felt drained too, actually. Um, like yesterday... I was like, damn, you know, like I have to go to work tomorrow, but I'm, I like, I can feel like I'm tired. And I felt the difference um, being in my own space, like in my own home by myself versus how I was feeling the past few days. And that really confirmed to me how I was feeling because I was more so in the process of it, like reflecting as I was experiencing it. Um. And where I've arrived to thus far in terms of being in settings where I feel like is energetically draining to me is like the dose. Like this is as much as I can do before it can like take me. But Mm -hmm. I feel like that's there's more to that. I feel like the more that I dive into my own power and I'm able to like harness that and always live from that space, it won't matter but I feel like energy is real. So it's like, how do you negate the fact that energy is real and resonance is very real? You know, like eventually our energetic frequencies will find a middle ground with the space that we're in and our own frequency to find harmony. So it's like taking that component into account versus nothing external from me can disturb my frequency. Yeah, exactly. I'm really glad you shared that because like the energy is real, really real. Because as you were first sharing about love, I'm like, okay, maybe I need to invite more love in and like quiet the ego because I can see where the ego can step forward and feel like, oh, I don't feel like dealing with this or I've already had these conversations. Why am I repeating myself? That's all complete ego. So it's like, yeah, there's room for more love to be welcomed in. But then also like speaking on the energy is very real. Because for a very long time, I always like remind my, or even still, I something I remind myself of often is that external factors and forces cannot Im- impact my energy unless I allow it to. And I feel that that can be almost like 
instead of being a helpful tool to resort to, that can be very detrimental for one's well-being because then you start placing blame on yourself when navigating these situations. And it's like, why am I allowing their energy to impact me? Why am I allowing this situation to frustrate me? Like all kinds of things like that can begin to spiral. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. But it's it's real. That's what's so funny. Exactly. Like energy actually is real. And of course, it's going to impact me. And as you were saying that, I reflect on times that I feel that I can see like shadows within people's um, like energetic field and stuff like that, or just have the knowing like that they're going through something and being around that frequency. Yes, my energy might be like the way I want it to be in like a high vibe, but that can still influence energetically my auric field. And of course, I'm not perfect. I'm sure my auric field has like holes in it at times because of different emotions. And then that energy is able to like seep in. So from that standpoint, it's like, okay, of course, but now what's the solution there? You know, if it's not isolation, is it more energetic hygiene? Like, what is it? Yeah, it doesn't feel black and white. It goes back to what you were saying. Like, it is a layered experience. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to highlight because we aren't perfect in this, like, human life. So it is like an ebb and flow dance of energies and currents that we navigate being in different spaces. And I feel true testaments are always when we're around, like, familial ties because of the deep-rooted energetic bonds that create you know familial ties I feel like close relationships because that was my experience like being around family and like although we are family you know we live differently and because like so much compassion and love has been infused into my way of being over a course of however long I'm able to meet those spaces with that but also like not letting it take me out of like my own way of being and I feel Mm. like the more I reflect on it you know my little practices that I do throughout my day just like spending maybe like five minutes in gratitude in the morning just um, sharing gratitude for everything that's present in my life and you know just talking to God meditating all those little things went out the window when I was there and I don't know, like, it's not something I have a solution for. So I'm glad that we're discussing it because it's allowing for those, like, reflections to take place to see what's there. Because it really, at this moment, doesn't feel, like, linear in terms of, like, okay, this is what it is. This is how we address it. This is how we move forward, like you emphasized earlier. Yeah, and... Because that too, like, okay, maybe you weren't doing your practices, like you said, like the gratitude practices and things like that. But I re- I'm reminded of like a time where I had completely stopped my practices because of reasoning like that. I had developed a relationship where it's like, if I don't do this, then I'm not like ready to face the world. I'm not like fully myself. So it's really like finding the balance because... I never want to have a tool that I rely on desperately, you know, like that I can't function without it. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of like um, a traumatic response that I had. Like I can't leave my house unless I eat or have water. That Mm -hmm. was based in trauma. And then like that concept kind of 
it feels for me like it can be based in trauma as well. Like, oh, I'm incapable of being here or dealing with unless I've meditated for an hour. I journaled. I did this, you know. So yeah. it really comes down to like what feels um truest. For me, it feels like what feels truest in the moment, like what's needed. And then like when we are in these situations that maybe we do need to resort to our practices the most, why do we feel like we're unable to? You know, it goes back to the obligations. Like I'm prioritizing mm-hmm. being present or showing up for other people before I'm prioritizing myself and what feels best for me. I think that's what it is. I think that is like, that feels in most resonance throughout this whole conversation of what closely, most closely resembles what's going on here. Yeah, it feels the most in resonance for me too, (laughs) because (laughs) yeah, I'm prioritizing other people and it's with like a lot of different things, you know, like just showing up in different ways, doing favors or not favors, but like doing something that I think might be helpful for somebody or like running a bunch of errands that I didn't plan for and putting myself and things that matter to me on the back burner so that I'm there for those that I care about. Yeah. And that's not necessarily the healthiest thing to do. It reminds me of a mother, you know, like a lot of times the mothers will take care of their children before they take care of themselves. And everybody's so quick to pinpoint it and say like, oh, you need to care for yourself before you care for others. Yet I'm not a mother and I'm doing the same thing. So, yeah, but it also speaks to like, why, why is that even a thing, you know, and how that can be rooted in trauma, like feeling like we need to show up in certain ways that Mm -hmm. prioritizes others before our own well-being instead of prioritizing ourselves and then giving from the overflow of the nourishment that we feel within ourselves. Yeah. And I think it goes back to balance because I'm like, you know, there was a point in time that I was doing that and I felt really good, like healthy. I felt so full of love. My mind was so peaceful. My center was so still. But then that's when I was kind of in isolation, when I was just rocking with the people that like I choose to instead of doing things out of obligation so it's like where's the balance life where is it (laughs) yeah and I also feel like the more that it's spoken about sometimes it can like not be helpful because it can it doesn't have to be as big of a thing as you know we're making it out to be especially like having a conversation about it because the more we talk about it the more I can feel like (laughs) it's whatever (laughs) you know like yeah um, I get that but for me it's like it's not whatever because of how I feel energetically like my experiences I think I'm to the point that I've been in a cycle for so long of giving 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 even though like I had the awareness and I was practicing not going beyond my capacity but then I allowed the thought of like okay constantly expand my capacity like I'm strong I can do this it took over to the point that I put myself in the back burner and that's the realization that I feel like, yeah, we could talk about it. I don't think I'm making it a big thing. I think what it is is that I'm realizing the mag- magnitude of my actions and how it's affecting me because I can say that I feel like almost a completely different person 
than what I've been used to feeling. And that is such a shift inside of me that it's impacting my relationship. It's impacting my health. Like it's impacting so many things. So that's really good. That's really good. Cause comparing it to myself, like I don't have a mirror reflecting back to me myself all the time since I'm not in a relationship and that allows me to just like be with myself like it's natural in my life to be by myself like just in my own company Mm -hmm. so I don't have that constant mirror back you know of showing me what's happening I can just be with myself and it can be a little bit more peaceful that way just because like I don't have outside energies always circulating around me Mm -hmm. so I recognize how that shows up for you and how it's inviting all these things for you to dive deeper within yourself to recognize the significance of it, especially feeling like you haven't felt how you've been feeling within yourself Mm -hmm. these past few days. Exactly. And I feel like that's where, because I could continue, like I started the conversation sharing with you. It's like, I can take it two ways. I can continue feeling like this and be like, wow, life is a lot. What's going on? But it just doesn't feel, I feel like in the troll movie, I feel like the Bergens right now. Like everything (laughs) is gray (laughs) and it's so dramatic, but that's literally how I feel because yeah, like I don't feel colorful. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's real. And it reminds me of the ego being a resource, like how it protects us and it like amplifies itself to show us when things are like not how they normally are and not in the way to like keep us safe in a way that doesn't allow growth but in a way that is just showing how there's something different here happening and how can we honor ourselves because over the past I don't know maybe a month or so I've been recognizing how like the ego isn't how I've always portrayed it to be because I can Mm -hmm. say that I've used to reference the ego as not like a bad thing but not something that is of highest alignment but I see how it's helpful in this earthly human experience because it speaks to when like the energetics are off sometimes Mm -hmm. it's rooted from trauma but sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like a check-in point of like you know like it's your warrior it's like your protector yeah I'm really glad you mentioned that because that connects to what I shared earlier when you said the thing about love I'm like, okay, that's my ego stepping forward when it makes me feel like I'm above it. But that's a really good check-in for like, okay, this is stepping forward. My ego showing up as a protector because something isn't feeling totally in alignment or like I said, like I'm in a situation that's not serving the highest like possibility in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think of it like the highest possibility or like the best you know, like serving the greatest good doesn't mean for me personally, it means for all parties involved in that situation. And I really feel like saddened when I'm in situations where like truth isn't being fully expressed. And like I said, like I can see those shadows and I can see people creating their own demise. It doesn't make me feel good. And I know that I'm not here to like tell everybody about themselves, but I don't want to be a part of that. And it's like learning that everybody's on their own journey. It's fine. I don't have to allow that to impact me. I can just, you know, hold the light and hold whatever frequency I want to in those spaces. And like, thank my ego when it shows up, like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. Because that's a 
check in for myself energetically to be like, okay, let's anchor in the light right now. And let's really hold the vision that I want and I believe in for everybody. Yeah, I love that using the ego as a tool in that way to be supportive instead of like it being part of your own demise. Yeah, it's, it's literally using it as a tool. Because for these people who are not living in truth that you may be around, and you know, it's not your place, or you don't feel like it's your place to tell them about themselves, like they're in their ego, but utilizing it not in a helpful tool but how you can use it to be helpful in uplifting the space mm-hmm. and not yeah. like being succumb to it that's so cool I feel like that's such a light bulb for me like wow for me too when you said it I'm like you know that's actually perfect because I can recognize when the ego steps forward but I never made the connection as like no this is actually beneficial I used to prior to this conversation I would try because, <laughs> you know, it's like keeping yeah. real prior to this very moment <laughs> when the ego steps forward, I would really try to silence it and be like, OK, that's my ego. Like, keep it in check, yada, yada, yada. But that's not necessarily the best use of it because it's there. So it must be there for a reason. Why am I trying to silence an aspect of myself just based on things that I've heard or learned through others? Yeah, and it goes to show like how we have like demonized aspects of ourselves that aren't mm-hmm. that we can make ourselves feel like aren't worthy of being seen and honored and heard mm-hmm. and with an objective and compassionate lens as to like what is this aspect of me that's arising within me trying to help me, you know, like shifting yeah. that mindset of like everything within us, everything about us is here to support us is how we choose to relate to them and like honor them you know it's so fascinating because it reminds me of um like recent events within my dating saga of like trying to shift away from ghosting people or not dealing very quickly and just like brushing them off as a whole person And I'm like, no. And I recognize how my ego was so present for like a few days because I was feeling mad. I was like so mad and I was fighting with myself because I'm like, no, this isn't a blight. Like I shouldn't be feeling this way. Like I can't give in to these sentiments that I'm feeling within myself. Although like that was my ego's defense mechanism. Like it was so loud. I could not silence the chatter in my mind for days. And I'm like, this is crazy. I haven't felt like this in so long. And like, I don't know what to do with this until I recognized how it's like the inner warrior and it's showing up until, and it's like being persistent until something happens while like the love of my soul is like, no, I want to be different. You know, I don't want to cut people off. Mm -hmm. And then what resorted in that was, like God just removed the situation altogether for me. (laughs) And what I took away from that was like, I don't have to resort to the impulses of my ego, but also recognizing when it shows up and when it's there to help me get into a greater alignment. And sometimes it's okay to act on it from a centered place. 
Yes. And because I know the details of what you're talking about, I just want to like take it a little further where it's like, <laughs> yes, God was there to remove it from your life. But ultimately, you made the choice, you know, like you followed that inner guidance. And it's so full circle because that's what I shared in the beginning, like, you know, like following the inner guidance and this and that. So it's like you followed that inner nudge that you had to then like present a question or like a conversation. And that led to this, you know, thing being removed from your life. So it's like, right. of course, like you're there and you're always supported by God and everything is divine action. But we have to be able to like at least give ourselves the opportunity to take that inner guidance and that inner knowing. And like, yeah, maybe things were so loud, but you still had something that was persistent mm -hmm. for you to take action upon. And once you like acknowledged it, then you were like, wow, I can finally think straight. You know, like I'm not hearing all of that. And then that led you to your next steps. Yeah, actually, I'm glad that you went a little further into that because it helps in recognizing how to use the ego as a tool. And it's not to like go with the first thing like the ego is like, oh, how dare this person or this situation or whatever do X, Y, Z to you, you know, like almost victimize you to like fire you up to take action. But it's to recognize, okay, this is the dialogue that the ego's presenting me with. I get that it's showing that, you know, that there's something that needs to be addressed I can use that information and perceive it through my soul's lens from a higher vision and seeing like what's the bigger perspective and then lead with that, you know, like using the information and the fuel of the ego to then like filter it through the soul as to like how can we then action on this from a good place that is still rooted in love. Yeah, I'm so glad you elaborated even further because it really <laughs> helps ground in the concept. It's like the ego has been demonized because of the quick responses. It's like the unchecked ego that's unhealthy. But when you learn to work and have the relationship with your ego and use it as a tool, as a protector, as a guide or as a compass, it's then a healthy relationship and it's truly serving your highest good. So I really love how we arrived here from... Even like previous episodes when we were like, oh, the ego this, the ego that. And it's like, no, it's a part of us. It's there for a reason. So like, let's learn to use it and work with it. Yeah, it's such a journey. And I feel it's just a highlight of the journey with self-love ultimately and self-acceptance. Because so much of what we've discussed on this podcast, I feel for as mm -hmm. long as we've had it, has been the journey of that. And that ultimately helps us in mastering the art of being, you know, being on that pursuit is first we have to like honor and accept everything about us and not like demonize it or make it bad, you know, just recognize what it's really here for. And that process we have to decipher through all the noise that we hear from other people, social media, so many things that can make us have an opinion on things that we truly didn't like reflect and think within ourselves we're just like quick to be like oh the ego's bad you know mm -hmm. it reminds me of all the videos you sent me yeah <laughs> I was just thinking that <laughs> all those videos you sent me yesterday about um uh, what was it the undesirable truth I think is the account name on Instagram yeah. and he's um he interviews people on the street women I believe about and like men, different both okay um oh yeah he did so he interviews people about like relationships and asks questions 
and from the consensus that I can say from the videos that you sent me, people are quick to say something without really knowing what it is that they're saying. And it speaks to the unchecked ego, where it's just like, mm -hmm. you know, like you just like blurt something out that is like, is that really your truth? Do you really feel that way? Mm -hmm. It's like your trauma speaking, or like you said, something that's learned or inherited through socials or family, like whatever the case is, but it's not the truth of your soul. It's just that quick response. And like you said, in a situation that the ego steps forward, you can respond from ego, or you can take a minute, pause and say like, okay, my ego's showing up. What's here for me to like dive a little deeper in to get further clarity? Because I do think like how I'm recognizing it right now is the ego's almost like a filter that like life is flowing through and then something gets stuck in the filter and it can either cause like a blockage or like a complete stop or you can allow it to dissolve and then like slowly let things continue passing through mm -hmm. can you take that a little deeper because i was thinking you were gonna say like it passes through the filter and then like it leaves all the like sentiments like that don't support like the flow to you know what I mean like purify I suppose yeah when I say dissolve like so think of your kitchen sink basically if you have a drain stopper you know like and you're washing dishes or a pot that has food on it it's gonna get stuck if you keep the water rushing eventually like it's gonna dissolve and like get smaller and smaller till it passes through your drain don't do that because you're gonna clog your drains but like for this <laughs> example um the ego like in my mind how I'm seeing it is like it's that drain or that filter and things that are in flow and in alignment they're just like easily passing through but when something comes up that isn't necessarily the best or like it needs a little bit more attention the ego's there it's that filter it catches it and the more you pay attention to it and reflect and sit with what the ego is showing you the more you're going to be able to dissolve whatever that is and allow it to pass through because I think like if we just have a hard block and just allow sediment and remnants to stay somewhere energetically, what are we doing with that? We're doing an avoidance or, you know, playing mm. silly or like that. It's a blind eye. That's not for me energetically. That's not the best thing because that sediment and those remnants are going to continue lingering on. So. <laughs> yeah, that teaching just came through right now. <laughs> Because it's so good. Let me tell you, that analogy, I feel like I'm listening to, like, a wise shaman in the forest right now. Like, okay, give me the word, you know? When they speak in, like, yeah. parables and stories. That's yeah, so I don't know where it came from because I I wasn't <laughs> sure, like, what the next thing I was going to say was. But it came coming out. <laughs> so thank it's you. So good. Yeah, it's so good. Wow, excellent. I'm so grateful. Gratitude to the flow. You see, it, this conversation is a representation of that analogy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And I feel so much lighter. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and just to go. Um, to elaborate on you saying like the sediments, if we leave it, it becomes avoidant. I can say yes to that because like I was saying like, oh, this is like whatever. Like I can make it be whatever by just like 
brushing it off because not 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 wanting to it's not the concept of like not wanting to deal it's just like it's not big in my face enough to feel like it needs my attention like that Mm -hmm. but because of where we are in our journey things don't need to be so dramatic in our face in that kind of way how it once was like very traumatic for it to be addressed Mm-hmm. It can be lighter and it feels like it is, you know, even when we're feeling like a troll, like a Jurgen, a Jurgen, a Bergen, a Bergen, <laughs> um, you know, even that, you know, it doesn't, we don't have to be there for long. Like you see, like you feel completely different. I feel it energetically. I feel brighter. I feel like the essence of our mm-hmm. being right now, this is really like a lesson <laughs> in lifetime that we're a part of. Yeah, and to speak about, like, the avoidance, it can be whatever because we don't want to deal or, like, whatever it is. It's not, like, that big. If we continue that and we continue to have those sentiments building up, building up, building up, building up, soon enough, our filter is going to be completely clogged. And it's going to be this grand thing that's going to need further work than had we just allowed these little pieces to dissolve when they presented. Yes. It's like, oh, okay, this is what life is showing. All right, let's, you know, let's dive a little deeper into this. Let's give it some time now that it's here for us. Instead of like brushing it under the rug until it's way too much and you have to. I love that. That's so good because it shows how to flow through everything that's presented and like honoring the flow and right and knowing that whatever is coming forward is for our greatest good and it's deserving of our time and attention to dive deeper, especially when we don't have all the answers at first glance. Mm-hmm. It's great wisdom um, there for us that we can carry forward. And who knows how much more flow we can experience through working through this process. Yeah, without having our dreams clogged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yes. Uh, yay our talk therapy for real (laughs) yeah we really we those girls man the feline flow space felines thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go give yourself Space, Space to, to flow. If you would like to support us, you can check out our affiliates mentioned in our show notes or on our website at flowspacewellness.com and go to our affiliates page. We have affiliates with Greenfield Water Solution, which brings life back into your water, with Lil's Basement, which are handcrafted polymer clay jewelry incense holders and cute creations for your body and home, life-changing energy, which supplies sound healing instruments such as crystal singing bowls, singing pyramids, and tuning forks, the original Himalayan crystal salt, which is our go-to for salt to make Soleil, and then Baja Gold Salt Company, which we love to cook with their sea salt. You can also support us by leaving us a love donation, any comments on our social media pages or our YouTube, and also sharing our podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, and anybody you feel would benefit from our message. Thank you so much for joining, tuning in, and listening to us, and 
sharing this space and we look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you.